Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the NS9 postgame show on Pittsburgh Baseball Now. I'm your host, Anthony DiNardo. With me is no one else. It is just myself tonight. Jim couldn't make it. Tyler couldn't make it. Um, as you heard last night, as I heard last night watching the show, um, and it sounds like tomorrow I might be alone again. But hey, you know what? Screw that because the Pirates won tonight. Imagine not watching this game tonight, not doing the postgame tonight. Pirates come back from behind as, I mean, we've seen them quite a bit this year, right? Down behind. Somehow the ninth inning, they score some runs. But hey, today, it was actually enough to get them a win. So the Pirates come back from being down four to, what was, they were down and tied at four, or yeah. They tied at three to three. Then, of course, Will Crows, I'll talk a little bit here a second. Um, gave up the runs, it was four to three, and the Pirates come back and, Kevin Newman ties it, and Michael Chavis is the, the winner tonight. He gets the shower. So Pirates win 5-4 to four in the ninth inning. It was actually a, a pretty fun game. I, I got to say that, too. It was, it was interesting. Um, so to start things off, Bryce Wilson has takes the mound. He gets a start today, which I'll be honest. I'll admit I caught out Tyler and Jim for leaving me tonight with the Bryce Wilson start. You know, I joked, oh, it's – it's funny that, you know, Jim can come back and do a show when Rowansey starts, but he's going to leave me with the Bryce Wilson one. But hey, you know what? I'll be honest. Bryce Wilson has kind of done what he's done since coming back from, like, coming back into the rotation, I should say. And I'm kind of perplexed on, like, what Bryce Wilson is. And I guess what I mean by that is he's not really that good of a pitcher. And I think we all recognize that. You know, even today he gave up three earned runs. Um, he did pitch seven innings, three earned. Like it's not terrible. Five hits, four strikeouts, the two home runs. I mean, the home runs have been uh, an issue for him, and still is. So like, the past four games, he's given up seven home runs. Now it's not really a, like an answer to success. But like what also Bryce Wilson's doing is he's just simply not walking like anybody. I mean, he's giving up a lot of hits, a lot of hard contact. Guys are definitely hitting on him. But he just like refuses to give anyone a free pass. So, like all in all, when he gives up the home run, which is a big difference this time around than you know previous, it's very limited damage. So again, he gives up two home runs, right? As I mentioned, seven in the last four games he started, but only three earned today. Because again, he he limits his damage. That's why I say I'm perplexed because he's not that good of a pitcher. I mean, he doesn't have great stuff at all. He doesn't miss bats really. He's he's doing a better you know share of it recently than you know he was in the past, but it gives it a long ball, gives it a lot of contact. He just limits it. I mean, it's like with with him, you could pretty much pencil him for like five, six innings, three, four earned runs. Which, if you had a good offense, you can kind of get away with that. And like the Pirates did today, they got away with it. Right, he gave up the three earned in those seven innings, and they they ended up pulling out and winning today, surprisingly, but. It's like he's not that great of a pitcher. He's not going to win you games, but he 
he sometimes, I guess, kind of does enough to keep you into the game. And if you have an offense, you can pull out some W's. So, again, I, I don't think the bar is like Bryce Wilson should be the number five starter next year, if, if that makes sense. I mean, the bar needs to be stepped up higher. But I think maybe what you're seeing, and I say this with much caution right now, much caution, but I think what you maybe are seeing right now is he can at least provide depth. You know, I mean, injuries are going to happen throughout the season. I mean, that's one thing you can say for the Pirates. Actually, probably like the past few years, they've gotten really extremely lucky as far as injuries go to their, you know, their pitching staff. So, like, I could feel like Bryce Wilson could be like that number six, number seven starting pitcher, like, you know, on a team in an organization. I'm not completely writing him off as like he's just, he's bad. Like, I think a lot of us were at the beginning of the year, <laughs> even heading into this offseason. But I, I mean, again, he's he's showing as he showed today. He's he's not that great of a pitcher, but like I don't think he's just bad enough that you're maybe not tendering him a contract next year and moving forward. I don't know. Again, I say with caution. I still need to see more, but I was you know definitely not a believer in Bryce Wilson and even him coming back. It's not as if it's like oh he's doing things so much different now. He's a, he's a different guy. He's a better pitcher. He definitely doesn't fall in like the Mitch Keller. JT Brubaker situation. I think it's more in line with like the Zach Thompson where, yeah, he's doing things differently, but he's still not good. But now just like on top of my head, if I'm thinking about this, do I believe more in Bryce Wilson than Zach Thompson? I think that's, a, that might be a question I'm having right now in a debate internally. Uh, I'm not sure on that because Zach Thompson also isn't that good either. But anyways, again, what I'm just saying, Bryce Wilson did have a good start today. Um, and it's not that I'm intrigued, but I still kind of want to see more to determine like what he is before I read him off heading to 2023. Um, but anyways, so with that said, he goes, again, seven innings. Um, comes out. It's a tied ball game, thanks to the Pirates offense. And, uh, you know, as, as mentioned, then, then Dwayne Underwood comes in, point two innings. He does give up a run, un unearned, of course. Ono Cruz having another error tonight. Um, a throwing error. I can't blame this on the fact that something I'll talk about. I mentioned it in the, in the, uh, on Twitter today during the game and such. But And we've mentioned this before. Like, it's very ironic to see Cruz to Chavis. And I guess what I mean by that is Cruz is the shortstop, and he's six foot seven. And Chavis is the first baseman. And honestly, I think he's like 5'8", maybe 5'9". Like, it's one of those things that, you know, like you look in the basketball program and you see the kid listed at like 6'7", but he's really like 6'3". It's one of those things, I feel like. like I don't feel like he's 6'10". Like, he's like 5'8", 5'9", maybe. But regardless, he's played very, very good defense at first base. He's shown it time and time again. He's helped out Cruz. I still want to see him at first base for the rest of the year just because he plays it very, very well in that sense. I like to say at least the best that this team has to offer, put it that way. Um, and I'm not going to say his height is what hurt in that situation. Cruz threw it way off also. Um, something you're definitely going to see with Cruz, but also Rodolfo Castro threw a ball over Chavis like shortly after that as well. Um, but again, Underwood does 0.2 innings. Crow goes 1.1. Um, he's the one that essentially gave up the hit for the earned as well. But um. The pitching was good today. It was good enough. I, I'll be it. It was the Cincinnati Reds, a much more depleted Cincinnati Reds. A Joey Votto-less now Cincinnati Reds also. 
Um, so again, it's not as if they had this like potent offense, but I mean, the Pirates pitchers did what they needed to do. And as Dave White says, and he's a Georgia boy, let Chavis play. I mean, trust me, there, there's no one on this team that I'm substituting or replacing right now and in favor for Michael Chavis right now, first base. Like, even as a right handed, even against righties, which you know, he struggles against lefties, as tonight showed, he's does you know, he does very well with, but like. I'm going to take this back in a second. I mean, I'm not taking it back, but I mean, like, Brian Madras isn't pushing Michael Chavis off first base. And there's no one in the minors. Like, there's no one. It's not Josh Bammy. There's not Padlow. Like, so I'm fine with Chavis for now, for this year. Next year's a different story. But uh, regardless, yeah. So, anyways, the pitching did a good enough job, again, as mentioned, to keep the Pirates into the game today, uh, which they did. Uh, the story is, again, like, kind of the offense. I mean, Ever since, I, I feel like really ever since the Pirates were called out <laughs> on being a hodgepodge of nothingness, uh, you're seeing some chippiness and and they're kind of performing. I mean, Reynolds has been performing actually, I mean, all of August, but even since then, like, I mean, the two homers last night, the three hits, um, you know, he had a, a hit today as well, but like Newman's coming alive. Then Gamble had three hits today. Greg Allen had two today. Bly Madris had two today. Like this offense is coming alive a little bit lately. So who knew that's all they needed was Dennis Eckerly to call them out from the Red Sox to come alive. But they've kind of been doing that a little bit. Um, but yeah, so so Kevin Newman. I, 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 like we're talking about like in the next year, like what Kevin Newman, I know we've talked a little bit about this. And I think Tyler and I think Tyler and Jim talked about this last night too. But I'm definitely in that realm of thinking, like, what is Kevin Newman and what is his future for his team right now? Because I certainly didn't think there was a future for Kevin Newman. I would have been shocked that he would still be on this team right now. I mean, I'm not saying he had to get the beginning of the season he'd be DFA'd candidate, but I felt like if he wasn't traded the deadline, which all likelihood he wasn't going to be, and again, this is coming into the season, that he's probably going to be a DFA candidate to make sure Cruz has shortstop locked down, Whoever's on second at that point in time is playing second. Like, there's no room for Kevin Newman. And now at this point in time, I'm like, Kevin Newman's not terrible. And like, he plays a good enough second base. I don't know how he's like, what would add to him being useful is if he could play third, could play some outfield. You know, I mean, just playing second and short kind of limits him. But um, the, the bats, the bats playing. And this isn't just like it's a two-week stretch. I mean, since coming back from the IL, he's getting hits. He, he's he's showing to be that old Kevin Newman. And I'm afraid like we're going to get snake bin. You know, I'm afraid like we're going to buy into this heading into next year and like the Kevin Newman that we've known of recent is going to come back. But he's at least better than a lot of other options on this team. Like I'll say that. I mean, it's not as if like Josh Van Meter – or Kevin Padlow, you know what I mean? Like, deserves roster spots over him and such. But Kevin Newman, two more hits tonight after three last night, and it was a big clutch hit. And also, let's think about this. He was robbed, um, which would have been, yeah, the first at-bat today. Uh, a nice line drive in the center field right towards the notch, and Al Moore simply just robbed him. Al Moore had, I think, two really, really nice catches in, uh, I think, just like the first three innings you know, eliminate two, two easy hits. So like Kevin Newman had two hits, but easily could have three more tonight as well. Not three more, but three in total for tonight. 
um, to add to the three he had last night. So yeah, like Kevin Newman's coming back alive. He's he's collecting a lot of hits. Um, he had a big one tonight, as mentioned. Drove in for the tying run at the end of the game. Uh, and as mentioned, like Ben Gamble also had a very very good game. Now he has some terrible base running as well. Now we talk about how the Pirates tied it up, and Kevin Newman's the one who retied it. And then of course at the end of the game, we all know Michael Chavis won it right, got the lead. But let's not forget how the game was tied. Ono Cruz was up to bat. Ono Cruz had, it wasn't the greatest hit, but we know how fast the guy is, right? Hits it down the first baseline. The first baseman goes and fields it. And Cruz outruns the first baseman going back to first to get him out. So Cruz has an infield single to first base. Two guys are on. Ben Gamble rounds third. Starts running towards home. Way too far. Gets caught in a rundown. And mind you, again, this is also with two outs. It's a tied game. <laughs> and in the rundown, he's thrown out at home. By the way, very close play. They had to review it. I'll be honest. Like When I first saw the play happen, I thought he was safe also. And I was about to shit, which I did. I shot all over him on Twitter. But I was like, but I didn't send yet because I needed to see the review because this might be safe. Uh, but no, they did review it. He was out. Dumb, dumb play. And like, here's the thing too. We've talked about this, how, you know, even though O'Neill Cruz is struggling, he's like the one bat who in one swing can change the game. So a lot of guys, like a lot of managers are, are you know, reacting to him coming up, putting like their best left-hander up there and such. Because after O'Neill Cruz, you don't worry about this lineup. And let's be honest, today, after O'Neill Cruz, Greg Allen, Bly Madris, Jason DeLay. I don't think those guys are putting in any fear into Dave Bell or any manager, right? But Greg Allen had two hits today. And, and the ironic thing is he didn't get the at-bat right then and there, but his next at-bat in the next inning, he had a hit. So like, I'm not saying Greg Allen could have and would have if Ben Gamble stayed out third, right, with two outs, bases loaded, got the lead there. But he did get his hit, he hit it next at bat. He did have two hits today. I mean, it is baseball. I, I don't know. Like, I appreciate risks. I appreciate aggressiveness. And, like, I kind of look at it like, okay, yeah, sure. Greg Allen's up the bat. But, I mean, bases are loaded. And, like, the ball's in the infield. Like, the first baseman had it. <laughs> it wasn't like it was coming from the outfield. The first baseman was staying on first base. So, I'm like, the, the perfect storm had to happen for you to become safe. You were getting into the rundown regardless. You had to beat the rundown, which he didn't. So, like, that's where I don't understand, like, the risk didn't, it, it didn't outweigh the reward there. I mean, you're dead to rights, basically. Um, as Jazz says, yeah, calculated risk. But I don't, I, I, don't, I don't think it was well calculated then. It was certainly a risk. But I don't think the calculations <laughs> lined up to say this is one to go after. So, um, but anyways... So bad, bad base running in my eyes too. Bad, bad base running for Ben Gamble. But he totally redeems himself. So again, he had three hits today at the end of the game, which of course it ended up not mattering, but he gets hit by a pitch as well. That's what lowered the bases at the end. So Ben Gamble having a really, really good, a really, really good um, game at the plate today. Not so much on the bases. But Rodolfo Castro also got another hit today. Um, you know, I didn't, 
and I'm not going to plug in right now. He was over 300. His first at bat, he went, you know, got the hit today, one for one. He was over 300. So I'm going to guess he's probably about 290 since coming, you know, up from the minors the second time around. But he got a hit and a walk. Um, as mentioned, he did have that errant throw, wasn't the best. But that one, I felt like maybe if there was a first baseman who's a little bit taller than Michael Chavis, that could have been okay. But uh, still wasn't the greatest, though. And that's something we talked about as well. Like Castro has played actually pretty good third base. Actually, a really good third base. He's played a good second. The short has been kind of, you know, leery on, but um, he does have an arm. He's showing off that arm as well. Today, just a bad throw. Um, but yeah, Castro, again, also having a good, good game today. He's kind of like really keeping me intrigued as well. I know Jim and I talked about Jim was more in line of like, he feels like he could be a second baseman. I'm thinking maybe more of like a utility guy, but I'm I'm certainly intrigued. Again, like there's no reason Castro should not get like every day at bats going forward. Um, simply again, the way this roster is constructed, there's not really too many other guys you would rather see, anyways. But yeah, so again, O'Neill Cruz, one for four. He got that infield single, but still, still looking so bad at the play. And, and I'm I'm sorry, like two more strikeouts today. I think he's batting like since the All-Star game, I think like 164, if that's about right, somewhere around there. Um, on base, I think even under 200 right now. <sighs> Tyler mentioned this. I said I'm not ready to talk about it because I'm not ready to, to voice his opinion. But it, I'm, 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 I'm ready. I'm, I'm thinking about it. He needs his team major league pitching. Like, that's what he needs to work on. But I just feel like he's I, – I don't know. I, I could be wrong, too. But, like, he just doesn't look the same. And I don't think I would totally right now, like, object to him going back down to the minors. <laughs> so maybe I'm re I am ready to have that conversation. Maybe this is the time – I'll put it this way. I think right now is the most appropriate time to actually have this conversation. It wasn't a month ago when he had, like, 40 at-bats and people were talking about it. Um, I think we're in that territory now where it's, it's a real discussion and neither side should be called out for having it because he does look bad. What he needs to work on, he's not going to see down there, but I think getting him away from the game right now might be okay. Working with someone, another pair of eyes, which that was kind of Tyler's thing. Like his biggest thing was maybe the people aren't here to help him. And, and that's why he needs to get away. Um, he I, again, I might not just be opposed from him just getting away. Like, listen, just reset, walk away for two weeks, come back up in you know in September. Let's finish out the season, and then we have an off season to work. You know, to to get to work for twenty twenty three to come back. Um, but he just just struggling. I mean, just watching pitches that he should be swinging at go by. And then he's just swinging away and hacking away at all the pitches that he's lay off on. I mean, it's again, it's it's one zero. It's a one zero count. He watches a fastball was on the inside of the plate. Yeah, it's it, it's a strike either way. It's a fastball it goes right by him. He doesn't swing at. So now he's down one nothing. And then it's a slider or a curve or something down that a dirt something low and away. And he's swinging at. So now it's zero and two. And here's the third pitch, which is in the dirt or slider away. And he's swinging at, and it's strike three. 
and and like I just feel like that's he's just getting. I mean, he's behind the count every time he's at the plate. Every single time he's behind the count. And I, I, again, I just maybe this is a like mental reset. Just getting away from from Pittsburgh from Major League Baseball, going back down to the minors. You're going to see a lot more easier stuff. You're going to get away with it, right? Maybe just being down there, getting that confidence back, working on things in easier pitches, pitchers, and then coming back up in here and doing it. I don't know. Again, I think we're ready to have that conversation, though. Um, but again, it's not that the big story, but something to talk about is, right, Greg Allen, Bly Madras, each have two hits tonight. Um, pretty crucial hits. And also, let's talk about this. Greg Allen had two stolen bases. So, and we know he's fast. Like, he's he's done very well on base running. I mean, not even just stolen bases, but just, like, base running in general. Um, but they, they're a big part of tonight's win, Bly Madras and Greg Allen. So, I'd like to say credit where credit's due. I don't believe in their skill set. I don't. Certainly, again, Greg Allen is an old journeyman. He's going to be 30 years old. Like, I don't believe in him. He's not part of the future. Blamager's had some intrigue on, but I think like we're learning more and more about him that he's probably not like a real major league baseball player in that sense. Um, but yeah, he did have two really good hits today. But again, the OPS now to 494. Like that's it's nothing to be prideful of. It's, it's nothing to showcase yourself for. It's nothing to determine that she should be on the roster for next year or even going forward this year. Um and then Jason Delay goes over the reason. Jason Delay is the only star that didn't get a hit tonight. Pirates do bang out 13 hits, nine strikeouts. Pitching was effective. Again, it, it was a good game overall. It was actually fun to watch. Not going to say it was exciting, but it was a fun game. It was entertaining to a degree. Um, so good on the Pirates. So, so yeah, uh, not too many, I guess, other nuggets to point out in that sense tonight. Um And as I always do, trying to find tomorrow's starters. So, because I always forget this time. All right. So, yeah. So, Tyler Beatty will take Justin Dunn. So, Beatty gets a start. We understand like this rotation, too, is kind of struggling because with injuries. I mean, hopefully, Mitch is all right. I know he's going to get, I think, pushed back. Um, and of course, Bryce, not Bryce, um, Zach Thompson, who came out of the bullpen, will start, I think, on Sunday. It was determined, but he will start again. Um, and of course, like I said, with Mitch Keller, his injury, I think he's getting pushed to start or a few days at least. But yeah, so Tyler Beatty's still in the rotation at this point in time. So he will start tomorrow. He'll take on Justin Dunn. It's a 7.05 game once again. So there's your Saturday night baseball for tomorrow. And I will be on again, probably going by myself. But if not, Tyler might be on. Um, but that's it. So appreciate everyone coming on, listening, watching once again. Hey, you got to, you got to watch a, a winning baseball team. Dave, I was trying to end this show. <laughs> so Dave says, what about Charrington's comments today that the coaching staff is coming back next year? Um, I don't have much to say on that because here's why. It's in season. I don't think you're going to say, well, they're not coming back. I don't think you're going to say much of anything at this point in time. I, I mean, hell, like you can even go back with think about the old regime. Like, think about the end of 2019. Like, no one's even saying about new leadership. I mean, it felt like Huntington was still here and then he was fired. I'm not saying this is the same thing, or even Charrington was involved or whatever, but 
what I'm just alluding to is I don't think you're going to hear much of anything. And if there's one thing that Charrington has, has shown us, it's that very much like the last regime, you're not going to gain anything out of him. So whatever he said today doesn't change my opinion about anything. And I think what's also to say about that is like what he basically just said was his con the, the contracts are through next year. That's a fact. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't, again, take too much from it. Um, I don't think you ever can from Jen, Ben Charrington. He, again, like anything he says is the most extreme to GM talk. They're going to say a lot of words that have nothing behind it or just a very general statement. So personally, I, I feel like Shelton will be back regardless. You know, what he said today doesn't change that. I feel like he will be back next year. He's probably going to play out his contract. Um, I think it's more on the coaches of anything, uh, much like shown last year, right? I mean, they got the new hitting coach, which again, I don't think Andy Haynes is the answer, but the coaching to me is more of potentially like at risk of losing their jobs. Um, Shelton, I believe, would be here regardless, and I think he'll still be here next year for sure anyways. But yeah, again, I'm not reading too much into anything Shelton or Shelton, anything that Charrington says, especially in season at this point in time, because he's shown time and time again that he doesn't say anything. They don't loot anything. And I mean, hell, Shelton's when it came out and said, We don't we don't talk contracts. We don't we don't talk about that. So again, they don't they don't operate that way. So that's my thought on it. That's my take. Whatever. So with that said, I am now getting out of here, Dave. No more questions. So, so again, thank you all for watching, subscribing, doing all that good stuff. Like, give us comments. But um, we'll see you. We'll be back tomorrow, hopefully after another Pirates win because they dominate Justin Dunn. So we're out. Bye-bye.